Let's go, girls. This is Jennifer Blome and Wendy Weiss on KTRS. Brought to you by STL Medical Weight Loss. See the Dr. Joe difference at stlmedweightloss.com. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Jennifer and Wendy Show. It is January the 19th. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning. And good morning, Connor McCarthy, who's here as well. Good morning. The Royal Banks, Missouri text line is open, 84126. Uh, Lynn Venhouse will join us in our next hour and take us to the movies and uh, Jagged Little Pills at the Fox Theater. And so we will chat with a couple of the actors from that. It's so much fun being around theater people when we are because their energy is off the charts. It is. It is at this hour. Which is really early for them. Early for them. Absolutely. Sure. It's early for them. Um, I have a lot of stuff that I want to share. <laughs> Let's catch up. First of all, I try not to get sloppy about people that we work with. Um, but I was listening to the Kilcoin conversation on my way home from Donnybrook last night. He was visiting with someone named Tom Rinaldi. Are you familiar with Tom Rinaldi. Uh, from Fox Sports, I believe. Okay, because Chris was not familiar with him either. And he apparently has every award known to man. He's in every Hall of Fame. He's he's quite an accomplished sports um, reporter. Like, I don't know if it's like a sideline reporter, but Martin was talking about how he tells stories. And it occurred to me because usually, Jennifer, I do not listen to sports talk. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I just don't. Well, you listen to Connor. <laughs> I listen to Connor when he's talking sports. Right. But but sports talk, I usually just I'll find something else to listen to uh, because so often they're in the weeds and I can't follow. But Martin Kilcoin, it was funny to me that he was he was paying tribute to Tom Rinaldi because I'm driving down Lindell and I'm thinking the reason why you enjoy listening to Martin is because He's a fan. Mm-hmm. So often there are sports broadcasters who want to dazzle you with all of their knowledge. And that's where I'm just left in the I'm just left in the dust. But you, he's really a fan. He's a hilarious and, you know, he's a very talented fan, but he's a fan. And that was like five seconds if, or five milliseconds after I was thinking that to myself, he was complimenting Tom Rinaldi for the same quality. <laughs> uh, he also mentioned uh, Kevin Burkhart. This is a big playoff weekend. This is a very, very big playoff weekend. Connor, the division championship that will be played in Buffalo between the Chiefs and the Bills, it starts at 530, according to the, is that yes. 430 hour time or 530 Which Central? Day? Sunday. Sunday. I think it's 530 Central. Okay, because I was always Central Time when they when they list the football games. Um, Aren't there games tomorrow also? My son-in-law. There are. Yes. Yeah. My son-in-law, who is a Chiefs crazy person. I mean, <laughs> out there. You're wearing. <laughs> I'm wearing a, a sweatshirt. sweatshirt. <laughs> I'm wearing my Kansas City Chiefs sweatshirt because I have to. Um, but he is in Key West, and he will be on a plane until three o'clock so maggie is pretty sure that when they land at they're on their baby moon with henry i'm not sure if you understand what that is but you have a trip before a baby comes so that's something brand new Mm. we we never did that 
Um, but they're having a great time. My brother and sister-in-law have a house in uh, in Key West, and so they're going to be there for the weekend. But, yes, Maggie knows that they will be driving probably 120 miles an hour <laughs> from the airport uh, to O'Fallon, oh, dear. I hope where they, they live. I hope they're not flight delays, or I, I hope know. he can get it on his phone. I know. Because... I know. Flight delays are plentiful these Believe days. Believe me, I, I totally understand. So, so yes, if you're excited, I mean, this is a big, big football weekend. What's on your menu? What games? Or do you care about the Chiefs? Because Connor was explaining that at the Blues game earlier uh, this week or last, last weekend. So last week during the game, they showed the, the Chiefs score and uh, people booed. So there's still a lot of bad blood mm. because so. the Hunts voted with Mr. Cronkey and Mr. Jerry Jones oh. of Dallas. So a uh, big game will be the Packers and the 49ers. Um, what else do we have? We've got Baltimore. Well, you've got my, my Lions playing the, uh, the Buccaneers. Yeah. Uh, that's on, on Sunday Are you at, Oh, because you're from Michigan because Sam Laporta's well, on Well, I'm Lions, actually right? from here, but a lot of family is up there. A lot there, of family so. up there. Yeah. Um, was your mom raised in Michigan? Yes. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. So there you go. And Sam Laporta is the young man from Highland, right? That's On right. The Detroit Lions. Yes. Who mm-hmm. is this making. is also because you know how we have like a free for all on Friday. Yes. It's also National Popcorn Day. I'm not sure. I'm still sort of weird about popcorn after all these years. And Dolly Parton is 78 years old. Wow. Yes. Well, if you're not yet 65, but you're getting there, it's young, and you're eligible for Medicare. And who can help you with that? Ryan Raphael, he makes it so easy. He'll sit down with you for about an hour, and even if you're working, it will behoove you to call Ryan Raphael because he'll compare the health insurance you get at work to the health insurance plans you are entitled to through government Medicare. And you'll have questions about supplements, advantage plans, Part D prescription, what does it all mean? Ryan explains it in easy-to-understand terms and will help you make that decision. might be that you're better off keeping your work insurance or maybe only one of you if your married couple is eligible. Ryan Raphael's a Medicare man. He's the owner of Senior Insurance Benefits, and he specializes in Medicare plans in Missouri, Illinois, Georgia, Tennessee, and Iowa, so he can help you. If you have any Medicare questions, Ryan is the man to call. His phone number is 314-368-6808. That's 314-368-6808. And you should call him about three months before you turn 65. Once you're on Medicare, you can change plans because they're different dental and vision benefits, free gym memberships, all these things that you'll want to look into. Ryan Raphael, 314-368-6808, or visit him online, MedicareManSTL.com. It is January 19th, and before you know it, it'll be time to file your taxes. You need help with that? Jeff Zufall can help from Capital Advisory Group. Jeff and his staff uh, can make sure that you're prepared. They'll stick with you throughout the year, although you can always call now to become a client. And they're really good at letting you know, whether you're an individual or a small business owner, how the tax laws have changed and what you can and cannot deduct legally. You can give Jeff Zufall a call, 636-394-5524. You can look him up online, capitaladvisorygrp.com. Or you can listen into a show that he has here on the Big 550 every Saturday at 3, every other Sunday at 4. It's called Keep What's Yours. 
And Jeff uh, has a book by the same title. It's all about keeping more of your hard-earned dollars in your pocket and not inadvertently overpaying Uncle Sam. He can also help you with retirement. And if you're just getting started in your career, Jeff Zufall and his staff can help you learn how to save and invest for the long run. Retirement, taxes, saving and investing. Jeff Zufall from Capital Advisory is your guy. You can listen to his show, Keep What's Yours, Saturdays at 3, every other Sunday at 7, right here on the Big 550. You just Seems you hurt me all you can. Still, I don't want loving you. But I'm there. All the I think that she is forever burned in our memory wearing that outfit at the I Dallas Cowboys. I agree, Dolly I mean, Parton. That was, she broke the internet, she broke the, and is she, you know, that's another, that's another great question, I think, for our co-host. Um, is there another person, or who are the people left who have univer- nothing but universal love coming at them? Tom Hanks. Uh, no. Maybe, maybe. Well, like I'll a say Jimmy one Stewart. thing. Dolly is 78 years young, just so you know it's never too late. Morgan Freeman landed his first major movie role at 52. Grandma Moses didn't begin her painting career until 76. Vera Wang failed to make the Olympic figure skating team. She didn't get the editor-in-chief position at Vogue and then designed her first dress until the age of 40. Julia Child released her first cookbook at 39. She, She got her cooking show at age 51 and that was a long time ago when ageism was alive and well i guess it still is harrison ford was a carpenter at age 30 martha stewart was a stockbroker at age 30 so it's never too late oprah was fired from her first reporting job and she was 23 i think that was in baltimore i'm not sure i think i, I think I you're met, right i no, had I relatives right. in baltimore my aunt used to tell me there's this very unusual woman doing the news and she has an afro and usually Mm. you don't see this and uh you know oprah i think is my age 69 so this was you know a long time ago and she said i i just wonder at age 24 stephen king was working as a janitor living in a trailer (laughs) i think i was having this conversation uh with derek dufresne um when we were talking about boomers and beyond because uh that is going to air on Sunday at 4 o'clock right here on the Big 550 KTRS. And I think the, the whole it's never, too, it's never too late, you're never too old, the, the man who was making all of the headlines this week, the 94-year-old, started exercising. Oh, now I saw he that. has the body of a 40-year-old. It, at age 70, he like started working rate. out in the gym. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So if you think that... The, you know, your day has passed in terms of good health and and that kind of thing. It hasn't. At age 28, J.K. Rowling was a single parent living on welfare, clinically depressed, and had at times contemplated suicide. And I forgot that Harrison, I knew he was a carpenter, but I didn't know he got started, you know, what would be relatively late. Samuel L. Jackson got his first major movie role at age 40. Harrison who? You know, 
Ford. Uh, he was what? He was a carpenter at age 30. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't that's realize how, he was that that's old. That's how he made his I think that's how he made his money <laughs> yeah. and that's how he, he that's how he supported his family. He had a wife and two kids <laughs> and he was not um I think he had had some bit parts uh but he ultimately ended up doing a home improvement project for George Lucas, I wow. think. So, and I'm pretty sure that that's how <laughs> Uh, that is that's how he began the the whole the Star Wars on the Royal Banks of Missouri text line from the six one eight. Well, there's hope for me. I took up painting in my very very late fifties. Yes, there is. And from the six three six. Good morning. I think Henry Winkler is still universally beloved. Mike from accounting. Yeah, if there's somebody that everybody agrees on, please let us know. Is that A4. possible? <laughs> I, I anymore? I don't know, but we do still. I do have great hope in the fact. That we all agree on Dolly Parton. I can't imagine someone. I've never heard anybody say one bad word about Dolly Parton. But, you know, that's a challenge to the text line. So we shall see. 84126. <laughs> but we'll know your, we'll know, we'll know what your phone number is. So we can crank call you later. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, one thing that everybody agrees on is the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra. And what uh, you have to enjoy, especially this time of year, is while the temperatures are plummeting, you can take your family and have everybody warmed by the glorious, glorious music. And I think, you know, we said that yesterday. We need more of the transcendent uh, in our lives. And St. Louis is so fortunate when it comes to the arts. And that is, of course, led by the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra. Right now and uh, at the end of at the end of January and throughout February, they are having some concert at some concerts rather at six venues throughout the region. They will include classical and choral favorites, acclaimed guest artists, chamber music concerts, celebrations of Lunar New Year and Black History Month, and they have a concert tailored for children ages three to six and their families. Tickets are on sale now. You probably remember going to see Peter and the Wolf, the timeless classic. I remember the kinder concerts at St. Louis Symphony and going to Powell Hall. But Powell Hall is being renovated. And in the meantime, they think it's time for Peter and the Wolf, that timeless classic, with the Academy Award-winning short film. You can also enjoy C. Spulang's Les Animal Musère. That will be narrated by Broadway star and St. Louis native Ken Page. So much more information. Take your family to the symphony and uh, start a great tradition with your family, and it will last forever. SLSO.org. music like back in the 80s do you remember harry dean stanton when he was in the late great harry dean stanton he was the one that was in that video uh, oh. for for trio um, well my city born parents used to love country music so yeah. i heard it from the get-go and then in college i had a job pulling cable for live uh shows at country fairs and there was so much bluegrass Oh. And country. I mean, I've been a fan for a long, long time. We've been asking you, who is universally loved? Aside from Dolly Parton, who is celebrating her 78th birthday today. 
Ron Howard on the Royal Banks, Missouri text line. Ron Howard, I love that. Um, and then Willie Nelson was also mentioned. Mm-hmm. Rob Reiner was mentioned. I'm not sure if he he takes a very um, he's he's almost gone completely political um, now in his later life, which is that he is absolutely entitled. But I'm sure you could start an argument with. Uh, with Rob Reiner and somebody one. from the three one four. This this is I, I hear what you're saying. You're never too old unless you're running for president. Ageism is alive and well. Well, and not only that, but I think just um, I think when you're representing a constituency, I mean, we have had how old was Strom Thurmond or mm, you know some of question. those. I mean, when they I thought I thought they were like in their upper nineties or maybe even brushing up against a hundred and um i don't know that there's robin williams good mm-hmm. one excellent and one kara kate says i've said it before and i'll say it again dolly 2024 think of what a wonderful world this would be with right? dolly as president she'd put books <laughs> in the hands of children That's that would right. be her that would be her main platform she helped um, uh, with the covid vaccine yes she she did she help? I mean, did was she, wasn't she like she instrumental in a like a million dollars in toward development of the uh-huh. vaccine? Or and I'm sure she wouldn't hold it against people if they didn't want to take it. Right. Uh, and from the six one five, not familiar with that area code, but they uh, said correctly that Harrison Ford was in American Graffiti four years before Star Wars. So you are absolutely right, and I was absolutely incorrect. It was it was George Lucas's. Um, I don't think that was his directorial debut, but it was it was close. It was close. Doris Day, yes, that's oh, a good one. That's a good one. With six, you get egg roll. Was that a movie? I remember seeing that. Or with five, you get egg roll. Oh, you a know Doris what, Day. Movie. You know what else? Um, today at three thirty, Bill McClellan is going to join Josh Gilbert and Guy Phillips oh, on the Heidi Glaus show to talk about the uh, the, the Clayton School District. And another kind of like an interesting tidbit on this day in 1953 was that was the Lucy goes to the hospital episode. Seventy one percent of U.S. households tuned in. And that is where I was informed when it came to what having a baby was going to be like. I thought, oh, I thought that everybody It never occurred to me that it was just sort of like they were taking artistic license because everybody was running around and crazy. And it's like, it's not that way at all. When you know the baby's coming, you just get in the car and you go to the hospital. You don't run around like a chicken with your head cut off. I just thought that was so funny because I had always expected because of Lucy and what I saw on the Lucy show that I would be, you know, running around, bouncing into walls or doors. and And I trust you were not. I was not. No, your water <laughs> breaks and you go to the hospital. I just remember when my niece Taylor was born and I had flown down to Sarasota to be with the family and I cooked dinner and everyone sat down and we were eating. And then my sister said, time to go. Time to go. I thought, mm, was it the meal or yeah. <laughs> was it just time to go? Uh, Charlton Heston, Princess Diana. Yes. Well, uh, there were people. There were people. She, yeah, and they, she identified them, right? Mm-hmm. She said. That there are people who are invested in my, you yes. know, the fact that I will never be queen. 
there was Team Charles and Team Diana. You know, if you get to the point where you are looking for a senior living place for yourself or your parents, please check out McKnight Place Assisted Living. One of the best things is that it is locally owned, and they've been around for over 30 years. And so if you do go in there or your loved ones decide to move there, you always have somebody who's local right on site who you can go to with any of your concerns. And the friends that, that we have who have had loved ones, their mothers, fathers, they're, they're already making arrangements to go to McKnight Place themselves because of the way that the staff cared for not only the person they loved, but the family of that person. They become like family members, and that is a quote. Uh, They cater to the needs of residents and their families, the staff working to make life easier and more convenient. Peace of mind is also important. That's why on-site nursing care, physical therapy, and occupational therapy are all available. Here's the other thing that is really, really good. McKnight Place Assisted Living doesn't use any points or tiers or levels of care to escalate your fees. McKnight Place Assisted Living offers true, all-inclusive rates. They're simple. They're predictable. For you, that means worry-free. Predictable pricing means an all-inclusive fixed-rate program, none of those buy-in fees. So call today to arrange a tour for you or whomever you are Uh, Thinking about 314-993-3333. You can also visit them at McKnightPlace.com. If you tell them that Jennifer and Wendy sent you, you will receive a special offer. I know a lot of people will be hunkered down this weekend watching football. Maybe you don't feel like cooking. I don't blame you. You can go to Three Bay Barbecue and Bakery and pick up food and take it home. It is a locally owned restaurant. It's inside the West County Phillips 66 station at Clayton Road and 141. Did you hear her switch into her Three Bay Barbecue <laughs> voice? Did I? Oh, my gosh, yes. I'm it not was even fabulous. aware I'm suddenly, doing it. Suddenly, I want a Gigi burger you know, or a Philly cheesesteak. Oh, and their newest item at Three Day oh, Barbecue yes. and Bakery, sirloin steak wrap with Swiss it's, cheese oh and sriracha gosh, sauce yes. and one side and for twelve ninety nine. I didn't even, even know I was doing desserts. that. <laughs> yeah, their desserts. I actually, my friend Jean and I go out uh, to eat occasionally, and sometimes we are just called by the carrot cake or the desserts. They have this blueberry crumb dessert that Jean just loves. They have a saucy rib sandwich. Uh, They have pulled pork, brisket, chicken. Honestly, whatever you want, it's delicious. You can stop in Three Bay Barbecue and Bakery, sit down and have a meal, or you can go online, threebaybbqandbakery.com. Order what you want. And uh, order a lot, and then you'll be set for the weekend. If you go in, please tell them the Big 550 sent you. So I uprooted myself from my home ground and left. Took my dreams and I took to the road. What's going on? What's going on over there? I looked at my phone and I just said, oh my gosh, he never participates in the program. My boyfriend. Don't what tell did my he husband. Say? Um, he said Denzel Washington. He said everybody loves Denzel oh. Washington. You won't find anybody to say I don't like Denzel Washington. Mm. And I think that's true. And I think another part of that is Denzel Washington's son played football. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Carrot Cake Liz says there's a great episode on Dolly's story done by the drunk history people. If you have half an hour sometime, find it on YouTube. And you were telling me a long that you time actually, ago. I, yeah, I've never even heard of it. A long time ago, I tried to watch one of the drunk history 
episodes, and maybe it's only on YouTube now. And I thought it, I thought it'd be funny, but I, I lost interest. And they're, they're drunk, and they're Liz, discussing. Tell us more about it. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I think that would, my goodness. Mick Jagger, Ozzy Osbourne. We're yes. thinking of who would everybody love? Abraham Lincoln, John Travolta. But somebody, and I do love John Travolta. I, I've never, I've never heard anybody say that they don't like John Travolta. Have you? Is he in Scientology, or am I getting him mixed up? He was in Scientology. I'm not sure if no, he I is think anymore. He is. I think yeah. he lives down near Clearwater, you're Central right. Florida. No, you're right. And That's he has exactly his where. own like Boeing jet. Maybe he keeps his own it, runway. Maybe he keeps it a little more under wraps than people like Tom Cruise, because Tom Cruise to me is he is one of the loves, you know, like Harrison Ford, and it doesn't matter how many couches he jumps on. I mean, do you feel that way about any performer? Like where your your devotion to him, to them, her, him, that, that doesn't, I have like, to think even about if they that. act a fool. Has anybody mentioned Tom Hanks? Yes, yes as a person we all is. The only person that didn't like them was my youngest daughter. Didn't like Tom Hanks. Did she meet him? No. Oh. No. No, she just, there was something about when she was a little girl. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but it's not he, like she disliked him. Or maybe she did. <laughs> she just she just didn't like him. She just thought he was scary. There was something about mm-hmm. him that she found scary, which I thought was kind of interesting. Isn't it funny when dogs do that? You know, you have your dog and you have someone over who you think is great. Right. Your dog goes nuts. It's like, dog. Mm. <laughs> what are you? Yeah, what are you Tell picking up on? More Dick Van Dyke, somebody that we all agree on. It's because we've had Doris Day. Somebody said Charlton Heston, and then somebody else said, "Are you kidding?" Said, "Are you Let's joking?" Talk about the NRA. Um, said our listener. Yeah, Charlton Heston was uh, definitely not somebody who is universally loved. They also mentioned uh, Dolly's trio mates, Linda Ronstadt and Emmylou Harris. I think that's also true. Uh, Michael Keaton, um, Meryl Streep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Keith Richards, still singing rock and roll songs. Yeah. I, I do. I do think I'm impressed when people are older and they keep keep on keeping on. I mean, yeah. I, I am impressed by it. But we were impressed with Dolly before she wore yes. the bodysuit. But that was just. I, we were at the kids' house, and I, I, all, I thought I was going to faint. Mm-hmm. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me! It's not enough that you have to worry about the, you know, the young women who are." <laughs> 30, 40, you know, they're the ones who you look at and you think, oh, if only, that, you know, those days are gone or whatever. But then you're looking at Dolly Parton, who is 78 <laughs> years old today, and she looks that great right. in a bodysuit. Someone from the 314 says, I struggle with Tom Cruise not being involved in his daughter's life. Mm-hmm. Mary Tyler Moore, John Wayne, Judy Dench, Julie Andrews, Michael Landon. And let's say you really love one of these performers and then you find out Something bad about the person. Can you separate the artist, the art from the artist? And I, you know, I think you and I had this conversation when they did the the documentary on Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward. I didn't want to know all the things that I found out in that documentary. Same with Mary Tyler Moore. I didn't want to know because you do have you do have these bubbles that you don't want burst. Mm -hmm. And I wish that I think I know the families. I think I know that their motivation is a positive because they're trying to, you know, maybe it was a great pain. I think in the part on the part of uh, Joanne Woodward and Paul Newman to have everybody think that they had this golden life and easy marriage and 
the kids wanted to refute that and they wanted to be real about their parents and how hard they worked to stay together. Um, but it's like the rest of us maybe didn't need to. And I understand why the children would want to take control or anybody when they do these things and they say, look, I want to have control of the narrative because look what the media does. I get that. From the 314, this is Kara Cake Liz again. Watch the Hamilton. Whoa. Everything's coming so fast. Watch the Hamilton Drunk History episode, too. Some episodes are better than others. The drunk people aren't the funny part. It's the actors doing their acting with their beer goggles interpretation. The story does remain historically correct, however. Carrot Cake lives. Thank you. Interesting. Walter Cronkite, Ted Nugent, Carol Burnett, Tim Conway, Alan Alda, Neil Armstrong. Somebody says, what about Jane Fonda in the 1980s? Jane Fonda was a, 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 a oh. third rail at most cocktail parties and yeah. remains so today. I know. I don't I, I don't think anyone could agree on that, even though she's tried to explain and apologize. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that's uh, I, that's that's just one of those things. It will follow her, I think. Yes. For the rest of her life and then beyond it. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Really? From the 314. <laughs> so quiet. You it can got, hear a pin drop. It got, well, I heard, I heard Connor snicker. I know. I heard the snicker off Connor, mic. Speak, Connor. Well, isn't, he's had some controversies himself, <laughs> he sure right? He, uh, yes, he certainly has. But he is, I think, the, but that's what, that's sort of the point of that you were making is, can you separate the artist from the human being? Mm-hmm. And this person clearly can from the 314, I used to adore Will Smith, but now won't watch one thing with him in it. From the 314, I appreciate Tom Cruise for his acting ability, but I don't care for the person. Love Michael Jackson music, but... but dot, dot, dot. dot, dot. Um, I think that's really interesting about Will Smith because I can't remember if it was Chris Rock's routine or Dave Chappelle's routine. But somebody in the aftermath said, can you even imagine that... Will Smith was allowed to finish the broadcast. The Oscar broadcast, he just went back to his seat after punching Chris Rock in the face. He just was allowed to go back to his seat and and enjoy the rest of the broadcast. People were like, the, the comedian was like, are you kidding me? He assaulted this guy. And he and was allowed. If somebody else came in and did it. Oh my heavens! Oh my heavens! Somebody says Trump is loved. Yes, he definitely is. By I mean, clearly, if you look at the opinion polls and how people are going to vote, <clears throat> Mr. Rogers, Gilda Radner. We already perhaps we already said not Ted Nugent. Yeah, well, I, I don't think. And Ted Nugent is another one who, late in life, has has sort of subscribed to this. Hey, these are my beliefs. I don't care what you think. Mm-hmm. And there are those out there that you know people who do that, like Rob Reiner, or Bette Midler. You mm-hmm. know, they they don't care anymore. Yeah, and so I think if we're taking a poll here, that Dolly Parton is winning, and she's <laughs> done right. so many things, including as Wendy was saying earlier, you know, putting books into the hands of children who cannot afford it. And just putting books into the hands of children, I think, is so important. If you establish the reading habit when you're young, it kind of stays with you through life. I I know it's not for everyone, but I just find it a great source of joy. 
And the St. Louis County Library is there to help you, too. Do you have your library card yet? You might want to reconsider if you haven't been to the library for a long time. I went a very long time without going to the library, and then my co-anchor, Pat McGonigal, told me that he and his five girls and wife pretty much lived there. So I renewed my library card, and I was shocked at all the things the St. Louis County Library can offer you. And I was also shocked to find out that you don't have to be quiet in the library. We're so excited that the library is sponsoring the Jennifer and Wendy Book Club. And isn't it fun? We get to interview authors every once in a while. What have they said, Wendy, about their St. Louis readers? They have said that St. Louis readers are a different, that we are a different breed, that they are so enthusiastic and just so incredibly responsive. So uh, each week we're going to feature interviews with the authors and we're going to highlight books and events and programs presented by the St. Louis County Library. You will love our book club. And the other thing I have, it's called the Library of Things. So maybe you have a child who's just studying music and you don't want to buy the instrument yet. The Library of Things is a unique collection of non-traditional library materials, and that includes musical instruments, fishing equipment, games, kits, puzzles, and more. All that's available for free if you have your library card. And they have the Headspace for free. Now, this is really kind of interesting. Headspace makes meditation and mindfulness techniques available online so more people can experience the benefits of meditation anytime, anywhere. You can learn more at slcl.org. Have you ever tried meditation? I pray. I mean, that's meditation. So then, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's meditation. I was just listening to a podcast about it. And (laughs) there are many people for whom it is a challenge. If you sat comfortably and you can close your eyes or gaze at the floor and breathe in and out and do nothing else. And you'll see your thoughts come and go and you're just supposed to watch them. But for some people, that is really, really difficult. Just like I can sit there and read a book during a football game. And Connor was saying, what? I could read a book in the middle of traffic as long as I wasn't you know, driving in the road. Right. (laughs) Right. We have other suggestions from you about who can we all agree on is beloved. Eddie Murphy, Tony Danza, Charlie Daniels, Billy Graham. Somebody said, um, or maybe that was just the same text. They asked about Eddie Murphy in the 1980s. Was he funny or was he just a radicalized comic? I don't know what that means. What a rad. He was hilarious there was one eddie oh, murphy special that raw. we've talked about raw. where was he awful is misogynistic oh. to the max and i do remember at that time watching it and thinking wow somebody has really hurt this somebody man. has hurt him of the female persuasion someone has hurt him because now he has children many of them who are girls but he was in a major league woman hating he was, phase. and has he? I I want to say that he has been interviewed about that and expressed remorse. Has he? I thought he did because it's just, it's just it ugly. Was over there, and, and I wonder if, I mean, could a comic get away with that today? And you know that they are, I yeah. I Dave think Chappelle, he, he does right. I mean, Bill Burr, he is occasionally what some people would think of as misogynistic. Would you agree, Comic Conner? Um, I guess. Well, yeah. and I watched one Dave Chappelle special, and it was particularly women in my demographic who he was lampooning. Uh, and I thought it was very funny. Well, yeah. And <laughs> very I, funny. And I think Bill Burr is funny because so much of what he criticizes us for, at least at my house, is 
kind of accurate. Um, somebody from the 314 says, I listened to the big 550 in Kansas City and watched Pat on the morning news. I thought Pat McGonigal was on the evening news there. Hmm. I hope Stan, he didn't. Oh, Stan Musial. Stan Musial, From, from the course. 217. How did, we, how did we forget that? Um, yeah, Eddie Murphy, once in a while, because they're going to have a brand new, Netflix is doing a new Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop. We're getting oh. another installment. It's called Axel. That's a great movie. Axel F. I watched it the other day, and I think it's one of his, I think it's one of his first. He was the, he was so, nat, he was just so natural. I don't know that he even would have needed direction. That's how good he was. He was so young on Saturday Night Live, wasn't oh, he? Like yeah. 19, oh. and he pretty much yeah. invigorated the show. It yes, was he It was going did. through one of those times where it was dead, dull. He, he absolutely did. Listen to this. Okay, Tony Danza is a huge Trump fan. No respect for him at all. I have for him not beloved at all. Um, and that's where we get into the weeds yeah. because people who have to this point, maybe Ben. Oh, Betty White, another one. Oh, there you go. Betty White, Dolly yeah. Parton. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Those how two. have we how have we not mentioned Betty White? That is so true. And was she ninety nine when she died? I'll have to look it up, but she was getting up there. Yeah. And oh my gosh, she was funny. <laughs> she, she was wicked. <laughs> wicked funny. And an animal lover. She was funny and Yes, Betty White, Dolly Parton, I think, are winning. We didn't mention uh, Captain Kangaroo. He was definitely, oh, my gosh, Mr. Green Jeans. Mm -hmm. And was it Bunny Rabbit? Bunny Rabbit. Was it Bunny Rabbit, Mr. Green Jeans? Jimmy Buffett. A lot of beloved people, yes. Jimmy Buffett. (laughs) Gosh, yes. All right, keep those coming. It is Friday, so we're going to go to the movies with Lynn Venhouse next. We're coming up on Top of the Hour News with Jim Fairchild and more from ABC. This is the Big 550 KTRS, St. Louis. Miller Furniture, St. Louis' home for American-made furniture presents Lynn Benhouse Goes to the Movies with Jennifer and Wendy on the Big 550 KTRS. And we get to experience them vicariously or decide whether we want to go or not. Lynn Benhouse, good to see you on this chilly day. Good to see you. I, I loved your conversation about who's universally beloved, so I have three. Let me see if you think so. Neil Diamond... Matt Damon and uh, Jack Buck. Those are great ah, ones. Now, somebody on the text line just agreed with you about Matt Damon. We have not heard Neil Diamond. How, how could we not have heard Jack Buck? I think just because we're talking about movie stars, right? Right. And yeah, so, right. otherwise, that would have that yeah. would have come. Well, when, in. when somebody brought up Walter Cronkite, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, because back then, back then, yeah, most you know, trusted man in America, he was at that time. I know. Well, there's so many celebs that we find out about later that that kind of tarnishes it. Like you know when oh, when gosh, you, yes. you know, <laughs> so <laughs> so it's hard it's hard to reconcile. Yes, the their work and then the previous. But every Matt Damon, he just does consistently great work. He, like you he know, does. You're last right. year he was in Oppenheimer and Air. Hmm. And everybody loves him, and he just doesn't really get at Ward's attention. Yeah, that's weird because he uh, is it because he is such a he's just he just lives a normal life. He seems to just you know good for him, right? And then there was a, a little bit of business um, they had off camera off when they were during a commercial break on the Golden Globes, and Ben Affleck was walking up to Matt Damon and his wife, 
And when Matt Damon saw Ben Affleck, it's just the sweetest thing in the world because mm-hmm. they've known each other since they were kids. I know. Yeah. I love. I love to find like you know Robin Williams was the roommate of Christopher Reeve. Right. That's right. That's right. Speaking of real quick, uh, Sundance is going on now, and there's a new documentary about Christopher Reeve called Super Slash Man, and I cannot wait for this. I even looked to see if it was available online because Sundance you can watch some things online. But it isn't. But anyway, it's about how his accident made him a better person. I can't wait to see that. I read the description and I thought this is something everybody should watch. I know. Because look at how often something happens to us health-wise and we, of course, go right to poor me. And he, I, I can't wait to see that too. I know. Let, let's start with yes. all of us strangers because we got to get to. I know we got we <laughs> got a lot of movies. Man. We got a lot of movies this yes. week. We're getting on the tail end of things that were, uh, you know, awards season, and now they're coming out now in St. Louis. These are all in in theaters. I love this movie. It gutted me. I just nobody told me uh, what it was about. I love that, <laughs> and so. When I started it, and and this, um, you know, the 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 premise is, a guy's parents were killed before he was twelve in a car accident, and he's a melancholy sort of guy. He's a screenwriter. He works at home. He lives a very solitary existence, and he meets. This is Andrew Scott, aka the hot priest from Fleabag. Oh, I know who that is. Yes. And uh, he's a wonderful actor. And he meets in his pretty empty building on It's the Holidays. And this is another movie, like, the holdover is about how the holidays affect you. And um, he meets Paul Mescal. And that's the, the Irish actor that's just the cutest thing. And he's so good. And he was in the TV show Normal People. That's where he got noticed. Mm-hmm. But he was Oscar nominated last year. So anyway, he's getting a lot of work. So he plays this guy and they establish a relationship. They kind of um, get each other out of their shells. And somehow, uh, and the guy, Adam, is nostalgic and he goes back to his childhood home and he discovers his dead parents living there like the age they were when they died. So they are ghosts. (laughs) They are ghosts. They're not like... I'm loving it. And so he gets to talk to his parents again. So what would that be like? What would that be like? What would you, what would you want to say? And could it, and then somebody said to me the other day, well, I would just be so, it would be hard to leave them again. Uh, True. (laughs) You True. know, and so it brings up a lot of in- interesting aspects of that. But the parents are played by Jamie Bell and Claire Foy, mm. and they are wonderful too. So it's just these four magnetic actors, really good. And I will say it's a strange story, and I can't give anything away, but there are twists. I'm just okay. saying there are twists. Okay, don't say anything else. This is all of us strangers, and it's in theaters today. Okay, yes. next is Origin. Yes, this is a tough one. This is based on a book by Isabel Wilkerson, and she won a Pulitzer Prize, interesting enough, for covering the Midwestern floods in 1993. Hmm. She won it for the, she was the Chicago Bureau of the New York Times. So she's a prominent journalist, and she wrote this book called Cast about American racism. And she found roots of the system in India where everybody the society is divided mm-hmm. and she traveled to India and then she also uh 
went a little deeper on Nazi Germany. So at first, the movie's kind of choppy because we start with the murder of Trayvon Martin. And then she and John Bernthal are taking care of her mom. And John Bernthal, interesting enough, plays her husband, Brett Hamilton. And it's a good role because, you know, a lot of times he plays villains. And if you're watching The Bear, you know him as the dead brother. Oh, yeah. He's great. And he he's he's one of those actors. He was that, in The Accountant with Ben Affleck. Yes. Yeah, just great. great a actor. lot of times he's a villain. Because on TV, the first season of Walking Dead and, uh, you know, that. So anyway, he's one of those actors that goes between hero and villain. And he's a hero here. And um, it's about her life. It's about her work and her life. Her work is very intense, obviously. And then her life, she's dealing with her mother and failing health and checking out homes, assisted living type homes and those kind of things. And it's her life. So it's one woman's journey about life, but then there's love and loss and grief also involved. So there's a lot to unpack in this movie. And I think it is probably too much, but the performance of Anjane Ellis Taylor, who was the mom in King Richard, mm-hmm. she was Oscar nominated and she's fantastic in this movie. And this is called Origin. Yes. And it is in theaters today. Can we move on to Freud's last session? Yes. Starring Anthony Hopkins as Freud? Yes, and Hold Matthew on. Good. I know. <laughs> I mean, he's good. Is he, Obviously, Anthony Hopkins is always good. Mm-hmm. But it's really, it's you know, obviously, it's two people talking. So then they try to widen it. It's from a play. I saw the play, the, rep, the Repertory Theater of St. Louis ran the play, and it was really good. Can, can you, you buy him t- as Freud? Yeah. You can. Okay. He's he's he, yeah. He's really good. If and you it's can his buy him as Hannibal Lecter, you can and yeah. and 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 Howard's End, and from that, I mean, I think he can buy him as anybody. I, I guess I just always think of him as Hannibal Lecter. Oh. I know it's hard. It's hard. Well, you just hear the word Clarice, and I right. have shivers. I have shivers oh, when you. Oh, it's that's one of those triggers where you hear that and you. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. At the at the end, I'm having an old friend for dinner. <laughs> I know. That was like. Ah. I know. So, and, do you yeah. like Freud's last session, or is it yeah, slow? Yeah, but movie? It's, just, it's slow. It's one of those where you you uh, start watching it, and you're like, hmm, "Am I in the mood for this?" It is their discussion on God, the existence of God, and Christopher, um, you know, C.S. Lewis. He was known as the Christian apologist, and it's about this is on the eve of World War Two. So that's interesting. So there's all these little sides, and there's flashbacks, and there's family, and there's other drama. So it's just, it opens, you know, the play up. But I don't know. I just think it's kind of, I mean, it could be fascinating at times. It is intellectually stimulating. But I think overall, this is why you're not hearing about it too much. But it much. doesn't sound okay. like it's for general audiences. No. No. Right? Okay. No. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to ISS, a sci-fi drama thriller. Yes, this is the International Space Station. Mm. And Ariana DeBose, who won an Oscar, she plays a scientist. And she and John Gallagher Jr., another scientist, they head up to the ISS. And... 
It's a collegial bunch. It's three Americans and it's three Russians, and they all are happy, you know, getting along, doing their research because that's what the ISS is. It's three Russian cosmonauts, three Americans. The Americans are played uh, also by Chris Messina. So mm, you I know like he's he's a yeah I know he's a. Very, Do you like the movie? Yeah, till about a half hour left to go, and then it just totally falls apart. Don't you hate that? I do, and I've often wondered, don't they have editors? I I often feel the same way about books, too. They're going strong for three quarters of it, and then what happened? I know. So this movie, uh, ISS. The Landing, but it's got a good director, Gabriella Co, um, it's one of those names, Coperthwaite. She directed that documentary, Blackfish, about SeaWorld. Remember Mm. when that worker got killed? And, and, Mm -hmm. And so... This is a sci-fi drama, and I just, it's very claustrophobic. And that's, you know, the best kind of thrillers, horror movies are when it's just a, a, a confined space. And you mm-hmm. can't get more confined than being in space, mm-hmm. you know, and they're floating around and everything. Well, what happens is there's an incident on Earth where the Russians and U.S. are at war. So each team gets a message from their command centers. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. The U.S. is at war with Russia. Take control of the ISS by any means possible. Mm, interesting so premise. Now they're pitted against each other and they can't trust each other, and things happen and it gets really freaky. Mm, okay, so, so that's, that's all I'm saying. That's ISS, and that's in theaters right. today. Uh, streaming on Max, because we have been talking about true or about crime thrillers. There is a CNN true crime documentary now streaming on Max called yes. Chowchilla. Yes, if you recall this incident, it happened in ni- the summer of 1976. 26 kids vanished. In a school bus. In I a don't school remember bus. this. Yes. 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 Yeah. yes. In, yeah. a, in a school bus. Weren't they buried? Yeah, they were buried in this rock quarry. They were in a moving, they put them in a moving van with ma- dirty mattresses Ew. and everything. And then, you know, 26 kids and their bus driver. And uh, they it was covered with dirt. So this kid... One of the kids is the hero, and he digs out, and they get. But the parents didn't know. Nobody knew what was going on. Well, these three, I, I would call them idiots. Um, they had decided that they were going to do this for ransom, and they wanted five million dollars. But that, you know, went wrong. So the 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 kids were underground. Um, this is a documentary uh, talking to some of the kids because very little was known about childhood trauma back then. Oh. And they've been studied. Because now they of, call it trauma-centered care. Yeah, because now they, they were all affected. I mean, they were underground uh, not knowing what was going Ugh. on, uh, you know, in this confined space. And it was hot, you know, middle of July. And this was like a rural area. Okay, so you know, this is called Chowchilla. Yes. It's streaming on Max. It's fascinating. True, true crime documentary. Um, awards season is here. We we have a question. We were talking about this earlier. Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Who are the... I know you're a critic, but there was something we were talking about that we loved, and it only had a 56% thumbs up from Rotten Tomato critics. Can you shed any insight on... Well, For the well, rest of us, about how you come up, how they come up with it? I have. Or I, how I'm, many critics there are? Yeah, I don't know how many. I honestly don't. I know that uh, you can only apply twice a year, and 
some people get it and some people don't, and I don't know their alg- algorithm at all. So it's not like you have a Rotten Tomatoes critics dinner. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We just or everybody gets together and conference has pizza. in L.A. No, they, it's not like Critics' Choice Association where we all get together and you know see each other and we have mit- uh, committees and we talk. What you do is you you submit your you upload your review and um you you know you you add it there's a little you know and then uh they figure your grade in to the algorithm and then they have a chart like if you go they'll show my tomatoes and my splats mm-hmm. and sometimes i'm on the minority like i like something but everybody else is giving it a splat mm-hmm. well but it's good to have a good cross section that's what we were trying to then. figure out it's now, like how many men are women demographic age yeah, yeah. we wondered right well i think that's one of the reasons i got because i'm an older woman well i'm glad you did you know, critics choice heavens. awards do we get to watch this on tv well it was, it was last, sunday it was oh, last sunday okay. and i thought it was really fun and um shows I, where i am with the award show yeah i know <laughs> i know well it was kind of you know I vote, so I have to watch. Right, it was on the CW. Yeah, it was on the is... CW, but it's but it was really good, and it was like the Emmys were the next day, and everybody who won Critics' Choice seemed to win Emmys because the Bear, Beef, and Succession, Succession. all yeah. won. And so uh, at the Emmys, I will say the Emmys were really good this year, and Niecy Nash Betts gave the best speech. She wanted to thank herself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and everybody laughed, but it was really a good speech. But she is in the movie Origin as Anjanae Ellis Taylor's cousin. And this okay. is sister. Uh, Origin Anjanae. is Ava DuVernay, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and she was, but she was, she won the Emmy for the Jeffrey Dahmer Monster Next Door or whatever right. it was called. Right. I could not bring myself to no, watch that. I couldn't either. There's sometimes where you. It's just like you, you don't want to go there. Well, I kind of I've heard you talk about the zone of interest. And I don't know, I, I want to watch it, but I hesitate to watch it. And this is about one of the commanders of Auschwitz, and yes. he's living yeah. next door. And I read they just put 10 cameras in this house and that there wasn't much in the way of scripts. And yeah. one of the actors said, first of all, his audition was in German. And the person who watched his audition did not speak German, but watched his audition and hired him. Based on that. And the guy said because there were these cameras hidden all around the house, not like a full crew, that they sort of forgot. One of the things that I noticed was the the ash, like that you had the you had the perimeter of the house and then oh, have, have up you against seen it? no 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 oh. no, just the clips because oh, I can't bring I myself seen to any watch clips. it. But the the ash, it was like n- there's no explanation. They're next to a crematorium, obviously. Um, and oh. it, at Auschwitz, and it's just in it's just mind boggling. Oh, it is. You hear these sounds, and you're just like, oh my god. And these people yes. are just living life. Yeah, they're just as yeah. if dad's working at the uh, the, the Anheuser Busch Brewery mm. next door. I mean, it's just unreal. Yeah, it's it, that's why it, to me it's so chilling because of the normalization of what they're you know what they're doing and that's one of the things brought up in origin was how did we get here mm-hmm. how did now we is get... zone of interest up for this year's yes oscars okay yes and 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 it should do well the oscar nominations are tuesday morning okay wendy and i were trying <laughs> to keep track of all this because i could have sworn 
So I guess it's it is. I thought didn't it used to be like Valentine's Day oh, where yeah. you get the you would get the nominations and then March you would have the, the yeah. Well, it's March tenth this okay, year. Okay, March tenth. And Lynn will be here in the meantime, so we'll keep all of us up to date. We're running out of time, so yes. let's talk about Miller Furniture. We, yes. We're enjoying our Miller Furniture. Wendy and I learned about it from oh, you. We have yeah. shopped there. It's fantastic. Well, if you don't want to go out because it's cold, you can go online because you can find out everything online. You just won't have the personal service, but you can talk to people, too. They're available if you want to just call and ask questions. So I think that's good, like if you don't want to go out, you know, and then we'll we'll be having more sales coming up. But um, the push now is for comfortable beds. And as somebody um, uh, who's been bundled up, <laughs> oh, you cannot beat a comfortable bed so <laughs> this true. time of year. Miller Furniture spelled M-U-E-L-L-E-R, but check them out online. Check out their different locations. You will not be disappointed. Lynn Van House, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you. Thank you, and thanks to Miller Furniture for bringing Lynn. And we'll be back in a moment. The Jennifer and Wendy Show is brought to you by BetterHelp. And isn't it true at this time of year we all want to make changes? Some of us go for too many big changes and then fail. Other people go for small changes. And many times it is about your emotions and trying to negotiate them a little bit better. So please give BetterHelp a try because it is entirely online, because it is designed to be convenient and flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule not anybody else's. And we know from hearing from you, many of you have said, look, I tried to find my daughter or son a therapist and there was a four-week wait, four-week wait. And maybe you live in an outlying area and there are no therapists. Well, BetterHelp can find those therapists for you. Therapy can help you find your strengths. So get rid of those extreme resolutions and make some small changes that will really, really stick. Therapy is just too important. So they have removed every possible obstacle. They make it so very easy. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And then you can switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. And the thing is, you don't have to tell the therapist. You have a session, you think, ah, not a great match. Just go online, say, not a great match. I want another therapist, and you will be sent profiles. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash JNW today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash JNW. Jennifer and Wendy's Song of the Day. On the Big 550. KTRS. In just a moment, we're going to speak to two actors from Jagged Little Pill at the Fox. And as Lynn was just explaining, the musical's not about Alanis Morissette. But they do play her music. And here's a song from her, our Song of the Day. Inside out, and you say, How appropriate. I don't want to dissect everything today. I don't mean to pick you apart, you see, but I can't help it. And there I go, jumping before the catch. 
the most unusual vocal styles I think I've ever heard. Yeah, she's uh, she's in a, in a class by herself, and she's very, very, very wealthy. Pill at the Fox coming up in just a moment. On January the 30th at 6 p.m., we're having a little party in the Altair Travel Living Room in Brentwood to talk about our trip to Tuscany on September the 4th. Doesn't that sound good about now when we're in this single digits, possibly? Uh, what we'll do when we get to Tuscany on September the 4th is unpack for a leisurely seven-night one hotel stay, beautiful resort and spa. And then, as you know, if you've been on these trips with KTRS before, Colette and Altair take care of every single detail. Flights, meals, hotels, sightseeing, local experiences. So your only job is to have fun. And because we're in the same hotel for a week, let's say there is a local experience. Like today, we're taking a day trip to go to a Tuscan cooking class. Maybe you don't want to go. You can stay put if you like. Or you can go. They have all sorts of local experiences planned for us. We'll see Florence and Pisa go to this cooking class, see how Pecorino cheese is made at a local farm it'll be a blast don't miss out join me and the folks from colette and altair to learn more on january the 30th 6 p.m in the altair travel living room all you have to do is rsvp by calling our friends at altair travel you can ask for Lori or mave or anyone just say i want to go to tuscany and i want to come to the party january the 30th to learn more about it 314-968-9600, 314-968-9600, or go to KTRS.com to learn more. The Jennifer and Wendy Show is brought to you by BetterHelp. And isn't it true at this time of year we all want to make changes? Some of us go for too many big changes and then fail. Other people go for small changes. And many times it is about your emotions and trying to negotiate them a little bit better. So please give BetterHelp a try because it is entirely online because it is designed to be convenient and flexible and best of all suited to your schedule not anybody else's and we know from hearing from you many of you have said look i tried to find my daughter or son a therapist and there was a four week wait four week wait and maybe you live in an outlying area and there are no therapists well better help can find those therapists for you therapy can help you find your strengths so get rid of those extreme resolutions and make some small changes that will really, really stick. Therapy is just too important. So they have removed every possible obstacle. They make it so very easy. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And then you can switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. And the thing is, you don't have to tell the therapist. You have a session, you think, ah, not a great match. Just go online, say, not a great match. I want another therapist, and you will be sent profiles. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com slash JNW today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash JNW. Jennifer and Wendy's Song of the Day. On the Big 550. KTRS. In just a moment, we're going to speak to two actors from Jagged Little Pill at the Fox. And as Lynn was just explaining, the musical's not about Alanis Morissette. But they do play her music. And here's a song from her, our Song of the Day.
stress you out. My sweater is on backwards and inside out, and you say, How appropriate. I don't want to dissect everything today. I don't mean to pick you apart, you see, but I Most unusual vocal styles I think I've ever heard. Yeah, she's uh, she's in a, in a class by herself, and she's very, very, very wealthy. Little pill at the Fox coming up in just a moment on January the thirtieth at six p.m. We're having a little party in the Altair Travel Living Room in Brentwood to talk about our trip to Tuscany on September the fourth. Doesn't that sound good about now when we're in this? Single digits, possibly. Uh, what we'll do when we get to Tuscany on September the 4th is unpack for a leisurely seven-night, one-hotel stay, beautiful resort and spa. And then, as you know, if you've been on these trips with KTRS before, Colette and Altair take care of every single detail. Flights, meals, hotels, sightseeing, local experiences. So your only job is to have fun. And because we're in the same hotel for a week, let's say there is a local experience. Like today, we're taking a day trip to go to a Tuscan cooking class. Maybe you don't want to go. You can stay put if you like. Or you can go. They have all sorts of local experiences planned for us. We'll see Florence and Pisa go to this cooking class, see how Pecorino cheese is made at a local farm it'll be a blast don't miss out join me and the folks from colette and altair to learn more on january the 30th 6 p.m in the altair travel living room all you have to do is rsvp by calling our friends at altair travel you can ask for Lori or mave or anyone just say i want to go to tuscany and i want to come to the party january the 30th to learn more about it 314-968-9600, 314-968-9600, or go to KTRS.com to learn more. Jagged Little Pills at the fabulous Fox Theater. And joining us in studio today are two of the actors, Sarah Jones and Julie Reiner, who are in it. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. You have to move a little bit closer to the mic. So our film critic, Lynn Venhouse, was just here, and she said this is about uh, a dysfunctional family to the music of Alanis Morissette. So tell us about your dysfunctional character, Julie. (laughs) Yes. Um, So I play Mary Jane, MJ, and she is the uh, matriarch of this family in crisis, and she is one of the main reasons for the crisis. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so MJ is... um, sort of uh, on the surface, the perfect suburban mom. And uh, her whole life has been, you know, being this 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 person that she thinks she has to be. And uh, she gets in a car accident and is prescribed opioids. Mm-hmm. And um, like so many people in this country, uh, becomes addicted without really knowing what's happening. And sort of she's spiraling down and, and then through some other events within the family, some old trauma of hers is brought up and um, then the relationships within the family with her daughter and her husband and it's just you know it's it's the story of of a family um, going through it but um, as many people do right Right. so it's all real stuff that uh, people can relate to um, somewhere there's there's some storyline or some relationship or someone 
that you will connect with. Yeah, I think every family's dysfunctional <laughs> in our own way. I, absolutely, absolutely. And and what is really interesting because we have this text line, the Royal Banks Missouri text line, and we've been talking about your appearance, and we got into a discussion about the music of Alanis Morissette. It is extremely polarizing. The music of it, not the music of, but the voice, the vocal stylings of Alanis Morissette, and yet the soundtrack to the show is absolutely glorious. Mm. Isn't that interesting that her her vocals are kind of different, but the music is absolutely beautiful? Yeah. Right? Tell it, yeah, tell us yeah. about your character and how this all fits together. So Frankie Healy is a transracial adoptee, so she's a black teenager living in this um, white family and she's 16 so she's at that age where like you're coming into yourself and you want your voice to be heard Um, and she's realizing that the environment that she's in is not necessarily suited to that Um, so for better or for worse she is writing her own story she is like very loud and proud um, and coming into herself and dealing with this relationship with her mother which is a bit on the rocks at the start of the show. And we get to sort of watch how that unfolds and develops. How much fun was that for both of you? (laughs) I mean, it's heavy material at times, so I don't know how fun. But but it's wonderful. I mean, these characters are so rich. And as you mentioned with Alanis' music, I mean, this music is just... Uh, it's so unique and it's so special and her lyrics and storytelling through this these amazing catchy tunes that everybody knows i mean right it's just it's a, so true yeah it's just we're so lucky to get to perform Alanis's music every night and then within this storytelling of these rich complicated you know characters that are going through such real stuff so it's just it's really special it's just so well done you are actors and so material is material is material but how do you psych yourself up for those heavy moments that has to be has to be a challenge especially if you know say you're 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 getting a cold or i mean name it you know you're human <laughs> beings but you're performers and as you said, this is this is heavy material. Do you ever have days where you go in each other's dressing room and just say, I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to do this tonight? Well, I think we all go to the theater yeah. at some point being like, I don't know if I've got it tonight. Yeah. But I think that the thing that helps me the most, I don't know if it's the same for you, is really the community of people that we have around us in the cast. And, like, everybody is so nice, and it's a pleasure that we all get along for the most part. And so... That, to me, that support system is really what helps me to, like, be able to do this heavy material, yeah. knowing that the, the other people on the stage have my back. Yeah, it's um, a safe space. Yeah, a very, it's a very safe, safe space. space. And I also think that, you know, for me, I've got some really heavy stuff, um, you know, lots of crying and screaming and different things. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and I will say, I've definitely had nights when I'm getting there and I'm like, oh, God, how am I going to do this? <laughs> but I will say, uh, for me, the writing in this piece, Diablo Cody's um, script like connected with the lyrics and the music of this piece, I don't really have to worry about it. If I can just bring myself, my, my thing is always just, I am where I am as Julie and I step into it and I bring whatever (laughs) I've got that day. And then I just, I'm present. And all I have to do is listen and be present in my scene work. And it takes me there. It does the job for me. 
because it's all there for this character. So I just got to take the ride. Diablo, I'm telling you, Diablo, we should all do that. Uh, yes, we <laughs> Diablo Cody was the she was the one who was celebrated for the screenplay for Juno. Yes. Okay. And and you hear women talk about when they have when they have material that's been written by women, especially contemporary women. That is that's got to be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, just dimension after dimension. Oh, yeah. It's so well written. Yeah. I mean, my character especially, I just, it's just, it's so well written that, like, honestly, it's just all there. All the material is there for you. Yeah. I think also with it being, you know, Diablo Cody, that gives room for the script to have, like, humor and fun mm-hmm. and, like, like her work is very known for for that like quippy kind of nature so there's also a levity to it that's really nice to embrace um when we're dealing with such heavy yeah it balances it out it balances the heavy stuff with this beautiful comedy just like life too yes julie reiner and tara lynn jones are in jagged little pill it's at the fabulous fox uh tonight through the 21st you can go to the fabulousfox.com for tickets have either of you performed at the fox before and what do you think of it no, this yeah. is my first like tour, so I'm. It's all new for me. Oh, that's great! <laughs> yes, but I've heard good things. I've heard it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where Jennifer is going to ask you if you've had an opportunity to do any dining in, in St. Louis, Louis yet. Uh, we just got here yeah. so, yesterday, you're, you're, so um, we ha- we have not yet. Fresh off the plane. All right. Well, right. you have to go to the Hill, right? Yes. We have great Italian food here at the Hill, but St. Louis has a lot of great food. And the so. Grove. I mean, there are a lot the of Grove, great places yeah. to, to go. Well, we're so people. glad you came to KTRS. Yes, we are. And we know you're going to love The Fabulous Fox. And again, if you want tickets, go to the Fabulous Fox fabulousfox.com and get them. Tara Lynn Jones and Julie Reiner, thank you so much for joining us here on the Big 550. Break a leg, thank but you. not on the ice. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Thank you. Well, we know from a lot of you on the text line that uh, you may be faced with this, finding a memory care community for your loved one. And that... T- can be daunting. But Park Provence is really a wonderful place dealing with people who are living with dementia or Alzheimer's. Park Provence is led by an experienced team of medically trained professionals. We cannot stress that enough. They maintain a total of 200 employees, therapists, social workers, nurses, and other disciplines on site. They have the highest staff-to-resident ratio in the industry, and if you don't already know how important that ratio is, you will. And speaking of staying present, that is one thing I have learned while visiting senior communities, especially people dealing with dementia or Alzheimer's. They meet them where they are, and they have art therapy and music therapy. And one time, I watched a music therapist with a woman who was pretty heavily into Alzheimer's, but she had played music earlier in her life. She sat down and she played that piano like she was 25 years old. So they really know how to keep their residents engaged. Call Andrew or Michaela at 314-542-2500. That's 314-542-2500 to learn more or to schedule a tour. Tell them that Jennifer and Wendy sent you and you will receive a special offer. Dublin Dental Care has a new patient special right now, a comprehensive exam, four x-rays, an oral cancer screening, and a cleaning 
all for $99 or $100 credit on your account. Ball and Dental Cares on Manchester Road. It's in the old Johnny Mac Sporting Goods store. They have great parking, and they have Saturday hours, evening hours, affordable payment options. They've been doing this for like 50 years, and they go out of their way to make sure you are comfortable. Anxiety in the dental chair, no problem. They understand that. They hand you a comfort menu when you walk in the door and ask you whether you would like the dentist and hygienist to talk you through it. Do you want headphones? You can watch a movie, listen to music, whatever makes it more comfortable for you. The new patient special right now, a comprehensive exam, four x-rays, an oral cancer screening, and a cleaning for $99 or $100 credit on your account. Give them a call if you like, 636-227-2552, or just Google Baldwin Dental Care. And when you stop in, please tell them Jennifer and Wendy sent you. There's a little rosewood casket resting on a marble stand with a Happy birthday to Dolly Parton, 78 oh, years old. 78 years old. Just love her, love her. Love her. You know, it's her Her voice. The only thing, can you compare it to anything? No. Lace. I can, it oh, only sounds, to mm-hmm. me, it sounds like lace. Just always has. And then uh, then with the the addition, at least in the, uh, the, the trio, that combination of Linda Ronstadt and then Emmylou Harris, who also... Has that that type of that ethereal quality to her voice, and you were talking about how your parents really raised you on country music, and they um, were both born in the city of Baltimore. <laughs> I think I think I think city people probably are some of the biggest fans when it comes to uh, country music. We've seen that, haven't we, with like the Yellowstone? Yes, you know, people buying cowboy hats and cowboy boots and getting their cowboy on and that kind of thing. You know, I've always thought it would be cool to be a musician. And one of the things that I had a chance to do in the 80s when I worked at Channel 5, it was a Christmas concert and they had different people uh, who were in the media who would go up on stage and read a Christmas story. And we had to practice. So here we're standing on stage with the symphony. I've never been so scared in Were you my nervous? life. Yeah. Yes, but because we got to practice, plus it made me feel like for this short moment that I I understood or I was pretending to be one. I mean, it was so exciting to see these musicians that close up. It it really is and and the just the 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 way that they perform as if they are just one person. That's right. that's the really amazing part uh when it comes to the symphony and we're so so fortunate to have the St. Louis Symphony. They are known and uh respected and admired around the world. And I love what they do in the winter in the cold winter months when you think, you know, your soul is absolutely frozen. Uh you will enjoy the transcendent sounds of the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra at six venues because we all know that the uh, the Powell Symphony Hall is undergoing res- renovations, reservations, I suppose, <laughs> and expansion. But they are performing late January and February concerts at these uh, at these venues. And one of the things that they have coming up is live at the Pulitzer Material and Memory. This is going to be Tuesday, January thirtieth. At the Pulitzer Art Foundation at 3716 Washington Boulevard. 
and uh, it's inspired by St. Louis's past and present. The second St. Louis Symphony Orchestra live at the Pulitzer concert of the 20th anniversary season features the first SLSO performances of five works programmed in response to the art on display at the Pulitzer Arts Foundation. You can find out more at slso.org. Nothing like music to warm the soul in these frigid, frigid months and weeks here in St. Louis. You will have a wonderful time. Make it a new family tradition. slso.org. You know, we were talking about um, music. My friend Jean loves the symphony and symphonic music. Uh, but she's so open-minded, and, and she'll be 96, that I took her to, here at Westport, they had uh, country music play. And so I took Jean to that. And she was open-minded enough. Here is a woman who's loved symphony music her whole life, and she's like, yeah, I'm not a country music fan, but I'll, I'll try it out. And, and she that always impressed. I'm not saying she liked it, but, <laughs> but she I'm saying she was, was open-minded open enough to go to it. She was open and, to it and try it out. Do you think it's kind of interesting? The I was not aware that Alanis Morissette that that until we saw the text line after we played "Jagged Little Pill," that there were so many people who do do not enjoy her voice, um, but the music. Well, it is as you were saying. It's it's, it's very unique. Unique. Is yes. it the phraseology? Is it what I don't I don't know enough about music. I'm I just talking either. out of the top of my head. Um Trucker Larry says, Have a great weekend, Connor and ladies, go Chiefs. Oh golly, yeah. And and from you know, like for the last couple of minutes that we have, are you excited about the Chiefs or I think more are you people are looking at Connor. <laughs> no, I why think, are you looking at me? <laughs> because I, I think more people are getting on the Chiefs train now that the Rams are, you know, obviously they're gone forever. Connor can't comment. Because you know, I didn't I'm have excited, my microphone. I'm more excited but, about the Detroit Lions well, because, that's, Mark. That's where I'm at. I, I don't actually, I think it's the reverse. I think people like the Chiefs for a little bit after the Rams left, and I think it's it's changing now. I don't that know. they're liking See, them less? They're liking them less. Uh, you know. You think it's the there's Taylor no con- Swift thing? There's no connection between us in Kansas City. We're not fans of the Royals. My husband is. Maybe that's what I'm so used to being a mixed marriage. He was from, you know, (laughs) that the western half of the state, right? Well, yeah. Southwest Missouri, right. Uh, You know, there's a there's a rivalry there. Why should we just be fans of the of them? You know, the, the, the soccer rivalry is heating up now, too, that we have a soccer team. Just doesn't never made sense to me that oh well you should just be fans of this other team in the state and I don't think they care whether we're fans of theirs or not I mean I just think it's I think it's fun to have a and maybe it was just because the kids lived there I don't know if other you know did that have anything to do with my decision no because we went in '94 when we didn't have a team to see Joe Montana I, I think it's fine if you if you like them. I, I do not. We uh, are not Chiefs fans from the 314. There okay. You go. There Were you go. a Rams fan? Oh, Wendy? Oh, okay, yeah. so you are. I mean, you're a football fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I I mean, you'd almost have to. I mean, if you're married to Chris Carter, either you 
you know, kind of meet him where he lives. Or you're a football widow. Or you're and a football I've heard widow. That before. Yeah. I, I remember going to a game once and there were some other media people and we were in a box and people just kept saying, wait till the dessert cart <laughs> rolls around. And I have to tell you, it was impressive. That's all I remember. Well, <laughs> the Jeanette, dessert cart lived up to its reputation. Jeanette Greider famously had some tickets to, was it, I think it was a, the late darling Jeanette Greider. I can't remember if it was the 82 World Series, and she took a book. and Or, like, the, the Rams were in the playoffs, and she took a book with her. And people were looking at her like, lady, what are you doing? And, you know, she was enjoying it, but she did take a book. There are those people. No, I would not be that bold. Who just turned out, well, she she was just... She was just adorable. Yeah. So, um, don't I don't understand why anybody from Missouri wouldn't like the Chiefs. See, that's kind of where I am. Because well, I'm not from Kansas City, right? When the Rams were here, I didn't like the Chiefs. Well, the reason you know. I'm into the Detroit Lions, my nephew lives there, right? And, and uh, Mark Jansen knows this, the family of Sam Laporta. So it's kind of interesting when they talk about this young man. You've got skin and in the game. And there's a connection, but that's the only skin I have in the game. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everyone. John Carney and Julie Buck are up next. Mwah. Just to have a laugh or sing a song. Seems we just get started. And before you know it, comes the time.